0: Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings, and we're back. Episode ninety-one. Huh? All right, we got two more podcasts left in us for the year after this. Mm-hmm. So we'll have ninety-three episodes. Crazy. That's crazy, man. You never know. You never know how far you'll go if you don't start. That is the the lesson uh, of this podcast.
1: No, we only have one more.
0: One one more. Yeah. Oh. It's the twenty-second. Oh. Damn so we're only gonna get to 92 this year yeah i don't know who knows we might have we might squeeze another one out Who knows? yeah you never know never know might have a new year's uh live episode or something yeah that'd be crazy that'd be crazy man live episodes walking up to drunk chicks like hey you want to be in a podcast signing titties y'all want to suck your car (laughs) (laughs) come here and do it i just want my jerry bees (laughs) (laughs) i just want my trucker my bees (laughs) remember that shit back in the day Yeah. Um, Jerry Springer walks up to the chick and they it, flash the camera. It, they flash. This one chick's titties was so big they blurred the whole fucking screen. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you know how they blur the screen when the titties come out? Yeah. Yeah. Her titties are so big the whole fucking screen looked like a just squiggly lines. <laughs> and it was a black woman, so there was some big old, big old black areolas. Oh yeah. He was a big girl. Yeah. Big girls be having them big old like smother you titties. <laughs> They be having some uh if they if they was on the desert and they didn't have no food, they could survive just off the titties. Alone. Ah, this snake. She's <laughs> <laughs> eating titty fat. Yeah, she's like, I've been out here for three weeks and I ain't had nothing to eat. <laughs> it's all right, ma'am. Your titty saved you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just fucking around. All right, uh switching gears. Let's get right into it. Um we're going into a new decade. We're going into 20. Okay. And what people don't realize is, you know, they talk about new year, new me, and we're gonna have all this shit going on. And typically, when you bring that up, people try to get mad, like, why are you shaming people that wanna make a change in their life? I'm not shaming them. I'm not shaming them at all. I'm applauding people who genuinely wanna make those changes. Mm-hmm. But most of you motherfuckers is full of fucking shit. Yeah. Okay? What you don't realize is things like alcoholism and gluttony, those are self destructive behaviors. Right. So how are you going to get better if you eat four bags of hot Cheetos a day? Yeah. You're killing yourself man. It's And it's not fucking funny. I turn on uh, you know the Facebook and they got these ads like uh you know carne asada nacho fries and they got a big old batch of uh, fries coming out the fryer with carne asada and cheese and then hot Cheetos on top and people like ooh that looks bomb. Mm-hmm. It's like bro you gonna kill yourself eating this crap. Yeah. Like, start trying to eat like an adult, man mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with eating shit We all eat it But don't make it a part of your regular diet That's just one point
1: Yeah I yeah. think this, the the whole, you know This idea of a new year, new me um, I think that That narrative needs to change
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know the, the the only difference with You know, after uh, December 31st and January 1st Is that Um I guess like It's just a new year Like the the, the However the The world has spun around and right. One you know Entire cycle or whatever But other than that It's just another day Right So um, We should constantly be Trying to better ourselves Every day Right you know, Me personally I don't wait On Any sort of time Or whatever To Try to better myself You know When I wake right. up in the morning I'm trying to get I'm trying to better myself Every single day And I think that's how most successful people look at things. I don't think there's any billionaire Mm or whatever that's uh, or, you know, successful business person that's like, yo, I can't wait till January 1st because that's when I'm going to clean the slate. It's like, no, you know, it's uh, December 22nd right now or 23rd when the podcast dropped and they're brainstorming right now, like trying to get stuff done. You know, me and Eddie have been putting in work consistently on, you know, trying to better our podcast and. You know, get things up and going with with this, and you know, only
0: I guess losers are waiting till January first to do anything. Yeah, you just you're setting yourself setting yourself <laughs> up to lose. Yeah, right, because you're not even taking yourself serious. You know, what if you went to McDonald's and they said, "Uh, we'll have your uh, we'll have your burger ready by probably in the next two or three weeks," you'd be like, "I want my burger now." Yeah. All right. You want some extra sauce on that shit? And I, I know this sounds like a bad analogy. But but when you want something, you want it now. Mm-hmm. So why would you say you want something, but you're waiting on it? Yeah, That doesn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. If you want something, you start the process now. Me and Keith are going into 20 with a, a lot of momentum, man. We put out a lot of content every week. We're consistent. We're doing things. We actually have a plan. Mm-hmm. But a lot of motherfuckers don't. Another thing, people need to start valuing their vitality because it seems like... Um, You know, especially people with kids, right? A lot of you guys got kids. And if you're listening to this and you're you're sensitive, then I don't fuck your feelings. Okay. What I'm saying, (laughs) if you got a kid, right, and you're extremely overweight and somebody's trying to kidnap your kid and they're running off with them, but you're too fat and out of shape to stop the motherfucker from fucking with your kid, then how are you going to help anybody? You can't even help yourself.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. People may call this fat shaming. But let's be very clear. What are the benefits to being fat? You should be ashamed of being fat. I'm not fat shaming you. You should be ashamed. Right. What are the benefits to being overweight? I just want to know it. Give me one. Give me one fucking benefit to being overweight and you will shut me up. And the reason why I'm passionate about that specifically because I had a very close member of my family go through something recently due to, you know, not properly taking care of themselves. And um, you can feel about me however the fuck you want I'm not on this podcast for you to agree with what I'm saying That's not the objective The objective is to have a conversation And in that conversation you could agree or disagree uh, Hopefully I gave you a, a different perspective on things But stop being full of shit Who you are is not enough When people say you're fine just the way you are That's fucking bullshit You could be better You can do better You can do more You know You're going into a new year With the same shit, then you're just gonna lose again. Mm -hmm. You're gonna lose every year. Mm -hmm. I don't wanna lose. I don't wanna lose, and I'm not gonna
1: accept that. The one thing also is the reason why you shouldn't wait for the new year to start this trend of, you know, I'm doing something different or I have a new year's resolution or whatever is because it's the 23rd right now and you don't know if you'll make it to January 1st. Right. Anything can happen and, you know, in that that in a split second just earlier today I was driving down the street and I seen an entire tree folded over right into the street, you know, and who knows, you know, it was super windy out here in Bakersfield, but who knows, you know, what could happen in in a blink of an eye. That could so, hit somebody. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You got to be mindful um and Make sure, you know, if you if you are going out and, you, you know, Lord willing, we all make it to see the new year. But if if you do go out, hopefully you go out doing something you love and you're passionate about or working towards something that, you know, you want to accomplish. You know, it would have been all bad if it was, you know, that tree had fell on whomever. Right. And they was going to McDonald's. You know what I
0: mean? And their right. New Year's
1: resolution was I want to lose weight.
0: Yeah. like, so, you know. They didn't have, I mean, they would have never got that burger, but who knows if they was fat, then they would have broke the trees. So. <laughs> they would have survived it. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That'd be crazy if, if the tree had a conscience and it hit him. it'd be like, God damn this nigga. <laughs> 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 the tree be falling down like, dang, this is the fattest nigga i ever get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's crazy oh man let me be very clear when i say this also if you're a person that's overweight and you you know you're you're overweight you're fat whatever you are look in the mirror embrace that and tell yourself i'm gonna change because i love myself mm-hmm. not now i'm not telling you to hate yourself love yourself and by loving yourself you change yourself you update your programming you do things. You, you you value your vitality. You you better your skin. You better your teeth. You you try to make more money. You make new friends. You all these things are important. Mm-hmm. Like all your progress should be forward. You're digressing if you're if you're not getting better. You're getting worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember the first time I seen that message. It was a uh, 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 Harbaugh. Uh, was it Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. Jim, uh, is it John? Jim is our 49ers coach. Yes, Jim. Mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh had a big old banner that said that. If you're mm-hmm. not getting better, you're getting worse. And that stuck out to me. And it's the truth. You never heard that in high school? Uh, no, I didn't.
1: That's yeah, crazy.
0: Nah. We had, a, we had different like uh, team things. We had one that said, big team, little me. Mm-hmm. That was our slogan for the year. Yeah. And it had a, a me Uh was a really small. It, it was like it said, team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it had a little, like it said, me underneath it, really small. So will send in a message that the team is way bigger than myself yeah right unless you're the best player on that team and they need you um That's uh, that- <laughs> <funny. That's real>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah uh, ultimately man just get better yeah get better stop lying to yourself stop telling people on this day i'm gonna do this and 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 i think that when you've done the groundwork for yourself and people come and say man you know what when the new year hits i'm gonna start losing weight i'm gonna start Start trying to eat better and stuff, Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking like, so you're making an excuse for yourself now. You could die, yeah. You could die and never reach that, and now you're dying with regret. Yeah, you could die from anything. You can get hit by a tree. You know, you might be sleeping, get your dick sucked. You know, you could die. Wait, what? You could die from a good (laughs) blowjob, man. (laughs) Blow the life out of you. (laughs)
1: That's
0: funny. They could suck the soul out of you. (laughs) The the, the coroner, the the, uh, coroner, he'll come up and be like. You lucky bastard. You <laughs> <laughs> died How did he with die? a smile on your face. How did he die, sir? He said, oh, his wife sucked the soul out of him. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I had
1: some girl. Um, she, I stopped talking to her. And I just like basically had to cut her off. Mm-hmm. And um, she basically told me that she used that situation to get back in the gym. So basically she used me to... Uh, What? Yeah She used our breakup Quote unquote To Get back To our old self I guess Get back in the gym And whatnot. Just This sounds like She was full of
0: shit That's what it sounds
1: like <laughs> I mean if I think You know If any uh, Ladies out there Want to use me As a um, I want to call it Like a scapegoat Or whatever Right As motivation To get back in the gym Then you know Go ahead A fuck goat <laughs>
0: Wait what? <laughs> Instead of a scapegoat a fuck
1: them, <laughs> they'd be fucking. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> ladies, you know what your resolution should be for the new year? It's to stop being full of shit and figure out what you want. And I'm not talking about all the ladies out there. I'm talking about all the ones that are full of shit, meaning mm-hmm. you say, like, I want-
1: All the single ladies.
0: Right. <laughs> I, I know what I want. I know what I want. And then all of a sudden, you get with a motherfucker that you say you don't want. Mm. Stop being full of shit. Yeah. Burping like a motherfucker. Um, yeah, got that soda. Yeah, it's a Diet A&W cream soda. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Got that cream all in your mouth, huh? Yeah, that cream was like. <laughs> that's just, that's how that's how it sound between Lizzo's butt cheeks. <laughs> no nah, man, uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, but yeah, man. Oh, um, and ladies figure out what figure out what you want in the new year yeah not 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 in the new year find out what you want now yeah a lot of women you have no idea what you want yeah i'm not saying that's a bad thing but it's a bad thing when you involve somebody else i i can't count i don't even have enough fingers to count how many times i dealt with women and they didn't know what the fuck they wanted and i wasn't mad at them i was just frustrated at the fact that you know you're too old to be doing this yeah, you know, a, we're in our fucking thirties. You don't know what you want. You ain't never gonna
1: know. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think there's there's also a lot of women out there that know what they want, but their but their um, lifestyle isn't aligned with what they're asking for. Mm, right? True, you know. So they could be out there, and they could, you know, they think they want this certain type of guy that's you know well educated and right. um whatever whatever all the you know. The, the great qualities Of a man are right. Tall dark and handsome Or whatever And right. then you know Their lifestyle is The complete
0: opposite of that
1: Mmm Mm -hmm. gotta be careful for though you know watch yourself
0: true the energy the energy that you put into life and certain things are not parallel to the man you want Mm -hmm. so if you're posting twerk videos but you want a man that's educated and tall dark and handsome he ain't never gonna want your fucking ass yeah because a man is a a man with substance is not dumb enough to deal with a woman that's twerking and showing ass on the fucking internet yeah i look man i'll tell you right now look you know and it m- might come off of misogynistic or whatever. I don't give a fuck. But here's my thing if I'm working and doing what I'm doing, I'd rather have a woman that, you know, that is doing her thing in regards to uh, chasing her goals and going to school or whatever she's doing in her life. Mm-hmm. But I-, I would be feeling so weird if I went through social media and I see my girlfriend with her butt cheeks spread open on fucking Facebook. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. And if all these dudes hardened pictures of my girl's ass. Uh-huh. And you know and I'm out in the world like you know do I have a do I really have a good girlfriend or, you know is, is this really wife material yeah you know am am I am I is my value too high and her value too low like all these questions start to pop up yeah you know even though the pussy is good
1: <laughs> yeah it, you know i think especially t- today's day and age you you start to run into uh, you know people on social media and you know even people that you've known previously um, but a lot of people you you go I think like you said people change every five years or whatever yes but you go through these different um, aspects of your life whether it's elementary junior high high right. school and you're you're almost different different people you know mm-hmm. like for for the average trajectory of a person you know in elementary they could be shy. You know, junior high, they could be a little bit more outgoing. And then, you know, in high school, they could be a gangster. And you're like, damn, what
0: what happened to this person? (laughs) Yeah, so um, I don't even know where I was going with that. No, you're talking about five-year increments just Uh changing.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know. Um, I still don't know it I <laughs> didn't really ring
0: a bell But yeah Five year increments Yeah mm-hmm. yeah, He's got I don't know what he's got going on He just had uh, he, What'd you have Twelve nuggets yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chicken nuggets Fucked his brain up <laughs> Your chicken nuggets Got too many preservatives <laughs> man. They using them They using some robot chickens so <laughs> Fucking nuggets is Fucking his brain up <laughs> Keith was eating the nuggets But it's like He had this look on his face Like he wasn't like Enjoying it But he didn't hate it either He just looked like an actor Like he was just acting Eating the nuggets
1: <laughs>
0: It's just it's just sustenance It wasn't Yeah it wasn't.
1: Yeah I yeah. was like I gotta get something that's um, I didn't want to get no beef So I was
0: just like, Keith was having some nerdy thoughts While he was eating the nuggets He was <laughs> like I think these nuggets Are antimicrobial <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> antimicrobial nuggets. <laughs> Is there any antioxidants in this?
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. All right, man. Switching gears. Mm-hmm. Um, convenient friends. I think a lot of us have friends that um, are convenient in in this regard, or or they treat you conveniently. Mm-hmm. I'll use myself as an example, and and this applies to anyone who hears it. And I'm not. You know, I want all the smoke. You know, if you give me a call and you're upset about it, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, people like, for example, let's say you got a friend and you're single, they're single, and y'all kicking it. That's your best friend, regardless of who. It, not your best friend, but a really good friend. I remember what I was gonna say. Oh, what were you gonna say? Fuck, man. <laughs> I didn't want to cut you
1: off, but I do not want to sound like an idiot either. Oh my god. But I was just saying that, like you know, like people change in, in increments. So what happens is, mm-hmm. um. You know, you could be trying to highlight a chick or whatever, mm-hmm. and somehow she be turns she turns into this like sex symbol. Mm-hmm. So on social media, she got her ass out and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it's like a girl you knew back from like high school or whatever. But all of a sudden, she got her ass out and whatnot, and you know, it's just all bad.
0: Yeah, some people change for the worse. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point. All right, back to yeah. back right. to regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, but yeah, some people are convenient friends. If one if you guys are both single and you know you guys are hanging and you guys are cool and. You know, uh, somebody that I knew, a um, uh, young lady, I'm not going to say any names, but um, <laughs> yeah, but we we're really cool. Strictly platonic, really good friend, really good person. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it was to the point to where if I had problems, I could hit her up at two, three in the morning. You know, she could hit me up at two, three in the morning regardless. Like we was going through things or yeah. it was a time where I wasn't doing good financially and yeah. she would help me out here and there. Whatever the case. Just was my dog. Like you know what I mean? And then as the time progressed, you know, she found someone and that's great. You know, you always want your friends to be in, in good relationships, you know. But we don't even talk no more. I, I it like I could uh hit, a, hit her up, I don't get a phone call back and I'm not mm-hmm. tripping. You know, people have lives, I get it. But if I keep calling, not getting calls back, or I text and I don't get no text back and it's like really you know what what did i do to deserve that yeah you know and to me that is a huge character flaw huge character flaw and the only time i really get calls back is when you know something conveniently aligns with you know whether it's with their with their schedule or whatever the case Mm -hmm. and my thing is it's no smoke i don't hate anyone i'm always gonna love my friends you know but at the same time it's like I got to give you the same energy now. I'm forced to give you the same energy. I should never be overextending myself to be be your friend. That is a that should be something that's equally reciprocated. I don't Mm want to abuse that word. But (laughs) yeah, it to me is incredibly annoying because I'm busy as well. So it's like, man, you know, I I personally don't get it. But at the end of the day, I just got to let it be what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's not right, though. It is, a, it is a huge character flaw, mm-hmm. huge character flaw. I would never change. In fact, let's say I got with the chick and, um, you know, I care about her and everything like that. And she has friends. I would encourage my girlfriend or wife to hang with her friends and to, con- to continue to do what she's doing. Because if she continues to have that strong bond with her friends, she could spend some time away from me and, and still have that relationship with them. And stop
1: bugging me when I'm trying to watch the goddamn game. Right, right. Niners <laughs> is playing. Get out of here. Damn. Bang, bang, niner gang. Bang, bang. <laughs> make me a sandwich. I'm just <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, man. You're right, I, though.
0: It, yeah, I just think that it's weird. And my thing is, is I don't want to question people or yeah, you know, or whatnot. But it's just like fuck, man. You know. Mm-hmm. It it, it kind of hurts too. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of hurts when you're close with someone and then you know they get with somebody and stop talking to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people might say, "But you're a grown man. You shouldn't be worried about somebody not hitting you back." Well, you motherfuckers don't know. You don't know how much effort I put into being a solid dude and a friend. Yeah. I put a lot of effort into it. You could be in another state and you stranded somewhere, and I will literally come and pick you up. Mm-hmm. And I won't expect no gas money, nothing, because that's what I'm about. I will give you the shirt off my back. Yeah, but see, here's the problem with that. I can't expect everybody to do that for me. Yeah, you know, and that's where I think I fucked up. Man, that's real. Yeah, I think
1: I'm the same way. You know, I've been. You know, I remember once, um, and it's not to that same magnitude as you. It's more of a smaller example. But I was um, this girl I know. She was interested in doing um, some sort of a documentary about her life and whatnot. Right. And then through that, like, you know, I started helping her with other stuff and, you know, just she wanted to take pictures for a website and, you know, she, she's trying to start her own business and stuff like that and all kind of stuff. So I was helping her, you know, with a photo shoot and, um, I had to make a flyer along with the photo shoot. So through the whole process, it was like, it was over the course of like three or four days where, you know, I take the, from the from the genesis of taking the pictures to completing the flyer. Right. And there was constant communication, constant communication, constant communication. And, uh, you know, just back and forth, like, hey, what should I change? Should I change this? Blah, 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 blah. Um, So I actually um, get it done. You know, I send the flyer to her. She posts it or whatever. And and then everything is good. And then um, a couple times, like, throughout the week, I would see her posting things on social media and um, I just hit her up like, "Hey, are you good? Like, you know, right. how you feeling? You, you, you is like everything all right? Um, just general questions like that, and I didn't get any response. Mm. So that that let me know like the basis of this friendship is only right. You know, it's, it's like a one sided thing. Like, what can I do for you, type of thing. That's terrible. And um, it let me know immediately like where that that type of relationship stood. So you know, I had a. uh kind of I guess step back from that whole thing and you know stop reaching out because you know I felt like I was wasting my time at a certain point yeah you know and you value we all
0: value our time because right you know
1: we could be doing something way more productive
0: right so right I think more the, the problem I have is you know uh obviously uh, Keith's brother Desmond my best friend for over 20 years now um that's my dog, man. I I, ra- I hadn't ran into him for a long time, and uh, we linked up last night, and we all had a great time, you know. And it's it's just, it's, it's like my brain is fucking up. It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. it happens to the best of us. Yeah, we it felt like we didn't skip a beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how it is when that's your best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's other people, man. It's it's <laughs> most people. You know I'll reach out to them I'll call people that I used to like old employees that I consider friends I don't make a lot of friends at work, but if I hit you up, it's because I really fuck with you So if anybody listens to this podcast and I used to work with you and I call you it's because I genuinely care about you Mm -hmm. So if I hit you up, i'm calling to see how you doing. Hey, how you doing man? How's your kids doing? How's the family? Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, but a lot of people they don't do that to me They don't hit me up. Hey eddie. How you doing man? How's things going? Yeah, because everybody ain't solid like that. Mm-hmm. They not. But what I hate is when you call people and they don't answer the phone, and then they had a the nerve to go like some on Facebook. Motherfucker, don't like my shit. Call <laughs> me back, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what? The, it's yeah, stupid. The thing that sucks
1: too is you know uh, I mentioned it before, but I have a a certain skill set that could be valuable to right a lot of people, and you know people start to see that whether it's you know. Creating content, videos, music, whatever. Right, and um, that happens a lot with me. Is you know, um, I don't, I don't reach out to you know any and everybody, but you know, for me, when I do get some sort of like call or conversation or a text from a friend that I haven't talked to in, in months and months and months, it is always about something like that. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, I was calling to see if you would like to do this or, you know, is there any way you can help me do this or do you know how to do this? And I'm just like, yo, like, I haven't talked to you in, in months. And the first thing, the first sort man. of communication that we have is about me helping you. And I'm just like, you know, can't ask me how my
0: day is going yeah, or you know, man. what's new or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah, people full of it. When I call people, I, I, my thing is when I call people, they know that my intentions are good. And, and you know I know that's a self-endorsement but I don't call motherfuckers to ask them for shit. Hey, hey, uh, what's up man? I was wondering if you could No, I I don't do that. Yeah. You know, and by the time I could even get it out that I need help with something, depending on who it is, they already like, "Oh, hey, Ed, I got you. Don't even trip. I got you, bro. I'll come swoop you up." Yeah. It, and it's it's to the point sometimes where, you know, uh, if the person is solid and I, they do something for me, and I try to give them money. They be like, "Nah, nah, man, I don't want your money, man. You cool with me?" Yeah. But that's what happens when you a solid dude. You know, when you solid and you treat people that way, and it comes time for them to really help you and they want to do it, then you ain't got no problems. But what I hate is when I call people and ask them how they doing and this, that, and third, and how's your family? It's I've I've seen people in situations. I've counseled people through situations where they almost wanted to, you know, I don't even want to say, but they. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They were going through extremely stressful situations and I talked to them I put things in perspective I was there for them, but I guarantee you if them roles was flipped, they would not be there for me yeah and I'm not doing it no more yeah and it's not like you know that people say if you're genuinely a good person then you'll continue to do it but at the end of the day, I need that energy for myself and I need that energy for people who really deserve it mm-hmm. I'm not going to be keep I'm not going to keep being there and being convenient for people when when the motherfuckers ain't there for me. Yeah. That 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 money
1: loan and money thing is a huge one too.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. You, know,
1: you run into a lot of you see where you stand with a lot of people mm-hmm. when it comes to yeah. you know loaning loaning money and how diligent they are with uh with repaying you or you know right. whatever. I remember every not every time but <clears throat> with my most of my real genuine friends um I remember my boy Renee, uh I had got my financial aid check, so I had a little bit of money in my in my account. And I forget what he needed or why he asked for money, but it wasn't it wasn't a crazy amount. It was probably like a hundred bucks or something like that. And um this he was working, you know, regular jobs. He had a job in Marie Calendars or something like that. And a few months later he got on an oil field, so he was starting to make right. pretty much more money than he ever had made in his life. Right, right, right. And he was like, Yo, man, I'm gonna pay you back, I'm gonna pay you back and he kept telling me and then he was like, Hey, how how do you want me to pay you back? And then I was like, I don't know, man and he was like, All right, I'm gonna go get all ones and then he went to the uh he went to the oh, wow the the bank and got, you know, all ones. But, you know, that was just like a little joking thing, but he paid me back. This is the most important thing, you know, right. know what I mean? Like no matter how long it took or you know mm-hmm. how how much he had to work but he, he he always kept that in the back of his mind right and um that's important in relationships man you right. can't have those um you need a symbiotic relationship right meaning that you know we feed off of each other it's not it's not a leech or you know some yeah. sort of like what they call it mistletoes or whatever, it basically sucks the life out of right. the the tree or whatever it's attached to.
0: Right. I'm trying to get the su- life sucked out of me though. <laughs> Not by a friend. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I, I, friendship is important, especially when you get older. You need people that you can rely on. Mm-hmm. You know, because who knows where my life's going to be in a few years? I might find someone and get married and whatnot, and I need to make sure. I have a solid foundation around me and my family. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody around us that is questionable. Yes. You know, because what's going to happen is if I got, you know, my son or my daughter and we got to go somewhere and I got to make an emergency call to a friend. I need a friend that's going to answer the phone. I need a friend that's going to be available. I need a friend that I could trust. Mm -hmm. I need a friend that is genuinely going to be there for me Mm because that's who I would be. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have that, why the fuck are you around? Yeah. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. That's real.
0: Yeah. That's that's Convenient it with that.
1: Friends. Yeah. I think um I'm sure, you know, the listeners out there can relate, but um when it comes to these people, you just you just have to um you have to be self aware enough to to recognize what they're doing. Right. And then just treat them accordingly. Like you said. You gotta yeah. start reciprocating that same energy that
0: they give into you. Right. You also need to ask yourself this. If I gave them the same energy they're giving me, would they be offended? And if the answer is yes, don't fuck with them. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. If, if they allow you to reach out and they don't reach back, if they allow you to leave a text or a call or you're reaching out more than they're reaching back, if you stop reaching out, they, y'all probably going to stop talking. Mm -hmm. So fuck them. Yeah. It, It sucks, but it's the truth. If you're the one that's trying to be solid and you're the one that's trying to be reliable and you're the one that's genuinely trying to be a friend, you need to just stop it and just save that energy for people that really deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a waste of time, man. Mm-hmm. That you know, it, it the part of that
1: is um, you know, you always hear people say, like rappers and whatnot, like my circle was small, I only got a few real ones with yeah. me and day one. And um part of that is these sort of situations. You know what I mean? Like um, you know for you you don 't have a whole bunch of friends no um and i don 't have like a a whole bunch of friends either, but no um those those things tend to arise with those those so you have, like, an inner circle of people you talk to right, on right, a right. daily basis pretty much. And then you have, like, a second tier and a third mm-hmm. tier. Those things tend to happen with those second tier and third tier
0: right.
1: people. So you just got to be, like I said, be mindful of where these people stand True. And where they fit in your life. True. And also, like, you know, I've had similar situation to you. Like, there was this girl that I, I knew in high school. I mean, I did high school. It was probably, like, like eight. We were just graduated high school. And we hang out a lot, you know, she was like a cheer coach and, you know, we just chop it up and she would take me to her cheer practices and like, you know, just doing regular stuff. And like a strictly platonic relationship. Yeah. And same sort of thing happened. She got into a relationship and, you know, slowly but surely she stopped responding to texts and all of a sudden a few months later you see, you know, her pop up you know, the gate, like relationship status change on Facebook and stuff. Wow. And to this day, we don't speak at all. So that's it's just crazy. Like, you know, it's just weird how those sort of things work.
0: You know, this, this is the number one thing that I did not mention before we move on. Ladies, stop dating insecure men. Yeah. Because if you have a male friend that's strictly platonic, then you should introduce that man to your boyfriend, husband, whoever it is. And he'll be able to t- see the temperature and see that that you don't have any wrongdoing or you don't have any problems or anything. Mm-hmm. And, and at that time, you know, I would if, if I had a girlfriend and she had a, a homeboy, then I would want that relationship to stay strong mm-hmm. because they was friends before we got together yeah so i'm not gonna get in the middle of that and fuck that up Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you know if i see some fishy shit going on that i'm gonna be like that makes me question the woman that i have at that point yeah you know but if i know she's solid and he's solid and he ain't got no weird creepy vibes or sneaky vibes on him then they cool with me
1: yeah and you can see you can see these things pretty quick right it's 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 hard to uh, it's hard to hide those uh, yes. that mutual attraction. Oh yeah, so you that know, you'll int- yeah, you introduce a dude and you know just engage the conversations too. Is he telling you about his dates and stuff like that, right. or is he you know trying to keep it open ended to where he, he can holler at you still? If things right. don't work out between you and you
0: and. Your boy, or whatever. Right. Because a lot of women say he's just a friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew him, but like, you know, I've known him since like 12th grade. But y'all leave out the point that y'all was in a relationship two times. Y'all broke up and y'all been fucking off and on for like <laughs> the last 10 years. Some women got dudes they've been fucking for 10 years, bro. Yeah. They got 10 year booty calls as friends and Ten not friends. booty
1: calls. Man. And then they still
0: hanging around. I've seen it. I've seen it before, man. I've Great. seen guys be like, man, I don't know if my girl, like, if they really cool. And then I could tell, like, yeah, that dude used to fuck your girlfriend, bro. Yeah. Like, he, he used to hit that. Booty
1: calls went through five different social medias. Oh, My yeah. MySpace. Motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. yeah, fucking Tumblr. Snapchat. Tumblr. <laughs> he getting
0: that Tumblr pussy. Hey, Tumblr pussy is fire. Man. Yeah. Before, and before all that, he was getting that pussy on AOL.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Mel. You getting know, that sidekick pussy, that razor pussy. He getting that dial up internet pussy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Remember that dial up internet? <laughs> 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 <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> in, in. that was crazy that dial up internet was a trip back in the day yeah
1: that was way too
0: loud it was loud as Tying fuck up the phone lines right how was your phone how does
1: a phone connect to the internet like,
0: that's how you can... know times did change yeah. man yeah he got wi-fi change.
1: now that's
0: a trip yeah he was hitting that pussy since dial up was going <laughs> on.
1: <out.
0: laughs> that's crazy yeah i man.
1: remember we used to get the free trials me and desmond
0: yeah, a little disc
1: and shit. Yeah, we used to get the free trials and then just like try to change the number or change the email to keep them going. Yeah, crazy.
0: Yeah,
1: that's horrible, man. All right,
0: switching gears. Um, Doritos, uh, Doritos is coming up with a bag with no logo. Uh, give a little more uh, oversight to this, Keith. Yeah, basically, um, Doritos is just
1: trying this whole new movement where you know they're they're having logo lists bags that they're selling now and it's just the that bright red um color that's on the the nacho cheese bag they just have just that pure color all the way around and no logo no words no text no nothing and then uh the the cool ranch ones also that blue color on the the cool ranch bags it's just that straight blue solid color um and they selling them like that and um i guess the statement is you know who i don't know they didn't say this directly but it's basically like we're such a powerful brand that we don't need no logo no more, and it's also a a um, I guess a a, a new age, new wave type of thing to where, you know, it's a lot of a uh, like millennials and Generation Z or right. whatever the new generation is, and. You know, you're kind of trying to go along with the times as far as like stylist stylistically, and you know, you're kind of attaching yourself to the whole minimalism movement and uh, you know all those like artistic movements and stuff. But I think it's interesting, you know, because a brand is much more than a logo. I think a lot of times we get we get attached to um, you know Nike symbols and McDonald's symbols and Starbucks and all these things. But at the same time, um, like just the other day. I was watching a YouTube video, and uh, the guy had his MacBook in his laptop inside of the inside of the video, but he blurred out the Apple symbol on there. Oh! And I was like, I just wrote in the comments. I was like, bro, we know that's a MacBook, <laughs> but it's like the sa- the same yeah. sort of thing. It's right. like the. You know, if if anybody were to see this, the I, I have a MacBook myself, but right. if anybody were to see this MacBook and then the, they instead of having this Apple logo on the back, yeah. it was just straight silver, and you know, yeah. you just remove the logo. Yeah. Everyone in the world would know it's a MacBook, right? You know, it's par- It's just partly due to the design aspects or whatever, um, and even with cars and stuff like that. A lot of times, you mm. can see certain cars, old Fords, old GMCs, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you see that, you'd be like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, just from the body style or. Um, the other characters traits that are associated with the brand. So um, I think it's just dope. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a dope, uh, dope thing. I'm curious to see how it plays out, but just from looking at the bags, it, it, I mean, it's, it's an amazing way to
0: start promoting the yeah. the chips. Yeah. I, I think a logo is two things to me. A logo is the cherry on top and a mm-hmm. logo is the signature basically of the brand. Mm-hmm. Right. But well, with Doritos, I think they took a page out of Apple's book. Like Apple, the, the iPhone, like the iPhone, they practically have been selling you the same motherfucking phone for many years. They're just updating the software yeah. and they're taking things Away from the fucking phone. Yeah. We're, we're taking away the home button. We're taking away the ear mm-hmm. jack. We're taking away. By the time they're done, you're just going to have a fucking, uh, it ain't going to be a screen on the motherfucker. <laughs> it's like you can only make voice calls. On that <laughs> <phone>. <laughs> so they've, they've really bought into the minimalist, I guess you could say, the minim, minimalism yeah. uh, theme of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also, th- what they have, they've stood the test of time. They've been giving your grandma, grandpa, uncles, aunts, great grandparents diabetes for fucking centuries. Yeah. For decades. Hmm. So they like, look, we've been, Doritos is almost like the fucking crack epidemic in the
1: 80s. (laughs)
0: Like they've been around forever. They know you're gonna eat them. Mm -hmm. They don't need to make any special changes to the bag. And those colors, the blue, you know that's Blue Cool Ranch. Yeah. If it's green, you know that's Salsa Verde. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. if that's red you know that's doritos mm-hmm. if the bag is just because they have some doritos that are clear like i mean they don't got no sauce on them or nothing mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. nobody really eats those but that bag is yellow i would assume mm-hmm. but yeah they don't need to do anything specific not to mention this is the biggest money save ever i'm sure that it costs money to print that fucking doritos logo and that that little shit on the front of that bag yeah And if they don't have to do that, imagine how much money they're saving. Yeah. So not only are you continuing to buy the chips, but they saving money. Mm -hmm. That's fucking. It's genius to me. It's 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 so many things in one. It's corny and it's genius. (laughs) It's stupid and it's smart. Yeah. It's stupid because you're not sure if you got a bag of Doritos in your hand. You're like, is this Doritos? Fuck it, I'll try it. Yeah. And then you're like, what am I eating? You know, and I don't know how they're gonna really pull it mm-hmm. off, but it's like fuck. You know, back in the early nineties they had Doritos and the Doritos bag had like a clear section on it. I don't know if you remember. Uh-huh. You know what you I'm can talking see about? You can see the bag of chips. Yeah. So if they do somehow do that, I think that might work. But other brands do that. The knockoff brands do that. Yeah. But have you noticed that knockoff brand Doritos always taste nothing like Doritos? Yeah. They or got use the cheap cheese or something. They they got cheap cheese powder. <laughs> they got cheap tortillas yeah. the tortillas taste like they've been to hell and back
1: hey i had this fire it was like a, a queso dip from i don't know where it was from but they had they they had to be homemade but it was like the right. fried corn tortillas uh-huh. and then the the fried flour tortillas oh wow like the the chip they basically was like chips and they were both good i was like yo this is good like i never mm-hmm. had them because they just mixed them up together normally mm-hmm. you just get the corn tortillas and what, what was the brand it was home like homemade at the restaurant they oh, just like shit. chopped them up and fried you could tell they was all oh, the well. chips oh, yeah. yeah
0: sometimes those are really good mm-hmm. sometimes they fuck the chips up sometimes though mm-hmm. yeah
1: or i hate when they have a good dip or a good salsa and then they shit. bring you that those store bought chips. Oh, like, he just ruined this whole experience. Yeah. Like if he has some
0: homemade joints, I'm gonna like, we'll be fired. Don't bring me these fucking 99 cent chips. Yeah. <laughs> don't bring me these fucking Dollar General specials. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah. The, yeah. You know what's funny? Is I think these stores that there's just the name there's false advertising in it. Like mm-hmm. Family Dollar, you walk in that motherfucker assuming everything's a dollar and it's yeah. not or like fucking uh Dollar General you go in there thinking things a dollar and nothing's a dollar. Not. I don't get it. It's like, is it, what does the dollar general mean? Like, uh, it's a dollar in general. What the fuck does it <laughs> mean? Yeah. I don't know who, I don't know. If who, we got people all over the country that yeah. listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you have a dollar general over in your city. Dollar General is pretty much everywhere. It's pretty much everywhere. Mm. And yeah, they're pretty much uh, the same amount of suck in each one of them. Yeah. But if you're going to be a sponsor of this podcast, Dollar General, I take back everything I said. <laughs> Just change your fucking name, okay? <laughs> I think, um, but back to
1: this, uh, the Dorito thing, I think it's it's, it's going to be an interesting um, case study. Right. And I don't, I mean, I doubt we'd be able to get the results or the number of sales or whatever, but I'm I'm interested to see How this plays out, I haven't I haven't seen them in the stores yet, or seen it in any store. But first of all, I'm curious to see the I want to see the bag in my hand, right? Because just to see how much actual words is on it, because they have to have some sort of something nutritional facts on the back or something, right? Yeah, yeah, legally. So I'm curious to see that, and um, just to see how 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 fast they're going off the shelves and if people are actually buying them, because you know, as, as far as like teenagers and kids. Anytime there's, this, there's, there's a change in the, the ecosystem as far as food, you right. know, when I remember back in, uh, in elementary school, it was like fifth grade or something. Yeah. They had those, those, those blue Pepsis. Do you remember those? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. We would, uh, right. Me and my friends, we, we couldn't wait to drink those in class. We would freeze them overnight uh, and then no. bring them into class. And You're they'd, not supposed they'd, to do that, though. They'd be slushy and, you know. You're but, not supposed to freeze plastic at all. Oh well, you, you guys know, are drinking I, I'm fucking. S- I'm still alive, so yeah. yeah. This happened in fifth grade. So. <laughs> 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 I'm barely
0: yeah. doodling the remnants of plastic out today. Yeah, so, you, you, know. you, you, you drinking plastic, <laughs> fucking harming turtles. <laughs> turtles got blue Pepsi in his nose. Yeah. <laughs>
1: blue Pepsi. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: that's funny. Turtle got straws stuck in his fucking nose. <laughs> <and shit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's crazy yeah man yeah um uh doritos i just think that with that line of business you know it works there we can never pull anything off let's say for example this podcast becomes the most listened to podcast in america right everyone's listening to the truckers mind podcast and all of a sudden instead of giving any type of title to what we're doing we just release every episode and just put podcast no title to the podcast, mm-hmm. no uh, description of what we talked about. We just put podcast number five hundred and seventy-five, mm-hmm. and don't put if we have a guest, don't put nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You'd be like, man, I don't want to take a risk. listening to these niggas, man. Yes, yeah, especially if you're a new a newcomer. Yeah, oh, like I heard about this place, but I don't, and I've heard about this podcast, but I don't know what to expect. They don't put anything there, mm-hmm. so it would not work. In this line, but with them, they got the they stood the test of time, so that shit's gonna work. Yeah, I think there, I think there's only a few
1: companies that could get away with that. Um, hmm. Who name another one then? I think Nike could do it. Oh yeah, if you know if they just have a silhouette, it could be a, a part of they they sales pitch too. You know, yeah, or certain because they they do have like uh those like off white. Or off whatever, like certain iterations of Air Forces and stuff, mm-hmm. they um they move the logo or move the Nike check and you know put it in different places.
0: So, put it inside the shoe.
1: Yeah, I think I think Nike could do it. Um, clothing clothing brands too. It's a little bit different with the clothing brands because you don't necessarily need right. You know you have a tag and stuff on the inside that could that could let you know. But definitely definitely I think some of the shoe brands could get away with it. Um, but that's about it. And different food, you know, different food companies, it doesn't, it's not the same. Um, You know, I guess if you are selling like, you know, a convenient store type of foods, you could, you could, I don't even think most companies could get away with it in there. In fast food, you're actively going to this place. Right. But maybe, maybe if, what if they took the logos off of the stores? Mm. You would still like Mm. low-key know what, each store was, though, right? Store as in which stores? Like grocery like the fa- stores? I mean, not store, but fast food restaurants. Fuck, I don't Remember, know. Remember, like imagine if they built, um, it's just like a a, a strip, like California Avenue okay. in Bakersfield. Right, right, right. Imagine you driving down. Uh-huh. We all know we're Jack in the box and all these places right. like Taco Bell. Right. If they just stripped all the logos off of it
0: yeah but they've already they've been there like these are established businesses that have been on these straight corners forever if you open up a new establishment that is jack in the box and you don't see that big head motherfucker standing outside the window mm-hmm. then you know like, hey is that jack in the box or is that a knockoff what is that and you go inside you realize, oh it's jack in the box, yeah, but it took you to go inside so I just think that you're right, but you're also wrong. it's two things you're right because we know that that's there. If they stripped it down, we still know that's Jack in the Box because it's been on that same corner. Mm-hmm. But if you open up a new location and it's got no uh, Jack with the big head with the fucking thing on it, what's that little hat he has? A little mm-hmm. triangle a little hat, cone something, a little cone hat. Mm-hmm. If you don't see that big, big cone head motherfucker, you are <laughs> gonna be like, "What kind of burgers am I eating?"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but my thing is though is it, it's similar to it because we can associate. Um, these facilities and places right. without the logo, right? True. You, when you see a jack, when you see a Jack in a Box, you know it's gray and red, and like the stores look a certain way. When you see Taco Bell, you know it's that purple, and uh, usually yeah. the building is like a tannish. When you see, when you see color Taco something. Bell, you
0: know you're about to shit
1: your pants. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know. And Burger King is uh, usually a gray, and you know got some blues and stuff in there. So yeah, I think these the, the the restaurants tend to look the same, but the True. logos do. Do at like you said, it's that icing on the icing. True.
0: I think we've associated and like being as like I mentioned before, they've they've been around for a while, so those colors tend to stand out. Mm -hmm. Like you know, McDonald's has that vibrant yellow color Mm -hmm. or golden arches, is what Mm -hmm. they call them. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you take those golden arches away and you apply that yellow in different places on the store, and you just remove the arches motherfuckers still gonna know it's mcdonald's yeah and they know that it's millions and billions of served mm-hmm. you know many motherfuckers have had had diabetes eaten at that place Oh god, yeah i think mcdonald's is is probably about 65 uh liable for the diabetes in america have you
1: um <laughs> i wonder what the murder rate is like obviously they're not uh-huh. being taken up to- uh, court for killing people, but yeah. I'm sure. I mean, they probably have before, just because they're right. a huge business. But right, um, I wonder what the like the death toll is, because you you know, like you know how sometimes people associate selling crack with you know getting away with murder in right, a sense yeah. because they right create crackheads and overdoses and stuff. Great
0: point. You could say the same thing about McDonald's. Yeah, and you can overdose on burgers. Mm-hmm. You eat enough burgers, you will motherfucking have a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people laughing, right? You should laugh because that's fucking funny. But, <laughs> you overdose on burgers. That's crazy. That's crazy. You could overdose on everything practically. Just one more
1: burger, man. I'll suck your dick for that <laughs> burger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you could you could overdose on everything. Burgers. People could overdose on sex. You could die from a bad lot of you could get HIV. That's a yeah. that's a fucking overdose. Dang. Overdose on dick, damn! Terrible, goddamn! Over- Overdose on pussy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You get a bad pussy one day, man, and it's over for your ass. Yeah, you know, one day you're doing a podcast, everything's great, everything's cool. The next mm-hmm. minute, you Magic Johnson, man. Over. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? I'm not going to crack a Magic Johnson joke. I respect him too much. <laughs> if you hear this, Magic Johnson, I respect you, man. And I don't think you have HIV. Um But nah, <laughs> that motherfucker does not have HIV anymore. There's no way he has it. Yeah. How do you have HIV and you look better? What the fuck are you
1: doing? <laughs>
0: what did they put into this dude, man?
1: Smile, got better, everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. When you talk about black don't crack, you don't ever mention Magic looking old or beat up. Yeah, you, you might mention Lil Wayne, but you ain't. Mentioned... <laughs> yeah, when they say Black don't crack, I'll be like, Oh, you seen Lil Wayne lately? Said that lean. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking him up. When they sometimes they do an interview with Lil Wayne, and it's nothing but like the lean talking. It's not even him. <laughs> yeah, Wayne is talking. He just be like, like I know, I'm, it's not a little wheezy, baby. I'm like nigga,
1: these rappers be drugged up, bro. Nigga,
0: go to rehab. Yeah, yeah, man. If I seen Lil Wayne and we were having a conversation, I'd be like, "Hey, man, stop doing drugs." Yeah, <laughs> I smelled that um lean before, uh huh, and it made me like my stomach queasy just yeah. drinking it. Smoking, I mean, not drinking it, but smoking, just smelling costs it. All this nigga keep doing drugs now. <laughs> I done heard and seen it all. Yeah, yeah, so, man. The so only way I can get through the pod, man. Yeah, black. Black don't crack. And this is, this is uh, Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, ultimately, though, uh, we were talking about the Doritos with no logo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, hey, give it a shot. I think that it's going to work. People love Doritos. And what it is, is Doritos taste nothing like the other nacho cheese chips. And I think that's what makes it stand out the most. So they're going to say, hey, you're never going to mistake any other chip for ours because our taste is so distinct. That even if we take the fucking logo off the bag, you still gonna come over here and get these Doritos because yeah. you love these Doritos. Yeah, you would suck a dick for these Doritos, <laughs> and that's why we're gonna take all the fucking logos off the bag, and you're still gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, that's that's it. You know, I'm not fucking with Doritos because I can't right now. I've literally restricted myself from pretty much anything. Yeah, I yeah. might buy it just to see what the bag look like. Let's yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I think that this would be a good social... I think this is a social experiment. Some of the things these companies do, it seems like it's not, like, real. Mm -hmm. I would buy a bag of these chips and not even open it and just put it away. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, like, a novelty, almost like Crystal Pepsi. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Crystal Pepsi came out in the early 90s. They brought it back recently, actually. Mm -hmm. And it didn't hit like it did. Because, Mm -hmm. like, everything changes, you know? Like, the Popeye chicken sandwich was huge, and all of a sudden, motherfuckers ain't fucking with it no more. Yeah. You know? So... I wonder. Um, yeah, I be. I just wonder. Like,
1: I'm not in that space anymore. I'm not in high school where yeah. you know eating not, eating Doritos at lunchtime was a thing. Um, you just ate nuggets, though. That's not. That's it's different. Like we <laughs> would go to the liquor store at lunchtime in high school. Um, but I don't. You know, I'm. I'm just curious to see like how, how uh, things have changed in that sense, or has it changed at all? Like, I'm sure people right. still be getting their little Arizonas and you know drinking that little uh $1 uh,
0: drinks at lunch with a bag yeah. of chips or whatever. True? I was driving down uh the street the other day and I seen some dude waiting on the bus mm-hmm. and he had a 2 liter of RC Cola. He was just drinking it on the I'm like, dude, you're going to fucking kill yourself. That's the That's worst. That's the worst soda. Yeah. RC Cola tastes like it got a little bit of arsenic in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they
0: they uh they commercial like, do you want to die? Try RC Cola
1: <laughs> for real. <laughs> do RC, you want, RC's d- down for uh, real Coke Cola.
0: Nah, instead for uh, uh uh I don't know, but I'm trying to think of something. <laughs> do you want to die? Do you want diabetes? Do you want to end up on dialysis? <laughs> Try this shit. <laughs> This dude, it was some skinny white dude, and he was drinking the RC cola, and mm-hmm. that shit just, oh man. Yeah, it's, I be, yeah, I can't. There's a lot, a
1: lot of people that be drinking soda religiously. Yeah, chugging yeah. it every day. <laughs> yeah,
0: some people don't even drink water. Mm-hmm. They just drink fucking. That's how you get a kidney stone. Yeah, man. They're like, I, I don't know why I keep getting kidney stones. Well, maybe because you don't do things right for your kidneys, motherfucker. Yeah, your kidneys yeah, trying can't. to. When you get a kidney stone, your body's trying to tell you, look, nigga, stop. You know? uh, look, nigga, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop, bitch. You're killing me. Yeah, I need water. <laughs> need water. <You> know? <laughs> Dying, bitch. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. All right, man. Switching gears. Um, Not to so much speak on this guy because he's just been, it's a just a, a topic that has been heard a lot. Um, anybody knows this dude, this whack one hundred guy, right? Not to speak about him, but the situation specific. Recently, he had a, was on the No Jumper podcast, and he made a statement talking about uh, questioning if Nipsey Nipsey Hustle was a legend or not. And he basically said something that you know he he used the, his own metric, basically saying that you know his numbers and he didn't have a number one this and this and that in mm-hmm. the third, right? To make a long story short. This was his opinion, right? But Nipsey is not here to defend himself. So some people in Nipsey Hustle's camp were frustrated and pretty mad about it, which they should have been. You know, it has not even been a year since Nipsey Hustle has been dead and this motherfucking guy is talking. And this dude is supposed to be what's considered an OG, right? But that wasn't OG at all. He just sounded like an old, bitter-ass nigga, okay? (laughs) I'm just being honest. He didn't sound like an OG at all. But to make a long story short... Uh, the Rolling Loud festival was recently, uh, what was that, about a week ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rolling Loud. And uh, Nipsey Hussle's bodyguard, J-Rock, knocked him out. And it was it was um, trending news. And to me, what I took from it is this. Nipsey was a stand-up dude. If somebody fucked with somebody in his camp, he'll fight you over it. He actually slapped some dude well before he passed based on that same principle. So let me say this, right? People saying all these hip hop, these hip hopper guys are always getting into fights and they're always doing this thuggery stuff. I don't like it. Okay, let me give some context to it. Imagine if your grandmother passes away, right? And then there's you You turn on the TV and you hear some guys say, yeah, Miss Johnson, yeah, she made cookies, but my aunt's cookies were better than hers. Wouldn't you want to fuck that person up? When you want to go and talk to them and say, hey man, like my grandma just died, you talking about whose cookies are better, dude? I will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. It's just based on the fact that if you don't have something constructive to say, why are you talking? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't keep that same energy when they were alive, why are you talking now? Right? Yeah. That's the problem I have. Yeah. If you were if you told my grandmother to her face that her cookies wasn't that great and your aunts was better, and then you say it after she dies, I still might fuck you up. But all I'm saying is yeah. <laughs> is people need to know when to not talk. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't have any type of moral code or moral compass. Most people will be like not say nothing, but he said he spoke on it, which I found it was corny. Yeah. That's just my take on it.
1: Yeah, I think we have to be mindful of uh, of what we're saying, especially when you have a platform like this. Right, right. Um, you know, it's it's ways to go about Talking about certain people, and even whether it's someone that's dead, whether it's someone that's on trial or whatever, whoever it is, um, we just have to be mindful of what we're saying. You know, even even a guy like Nipsey Hussle, who, you could say whatever you want to in your personal life. Like, yo, know, this dude is he's trash. This dude is whack. He, he's a terrible blah blah blah. He's a terrible person. Any of these things, but. When it comes to being on these radio shows and these podcasts and stuff, and you know that whatever whatever you say is going to radiate out into America and the hip hop culture and everything, you you have to tread lightly and 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 not in the sense that you know you want to be afraid of whomever. Like you know, a lot of these guys are gang affiliated, so they have uh, certain reputations and. And, um, you know, they, they, they have this no fear mentality and I say what I want to mentality, but, um, outside of that, you have to navigate, um, like this social structure in life. You know what I mean? So if, if you're out here and you're, you're disrespecting anybody, there's going to be certain consequences that come with that. And, and even outside of that, I think, you know, the most important thing is that we should just not speak on people that aren't around to defend themselves.
0: Right, that's mm-hmm. just fucking ignorant. Mm-hmm. It, it, you got. Let me add some more context to it. Okay, imagine you're J Rock, and you know you wanted to be there for you know it, who obviously probably was more than just a bodyguard and MC. Probably was a friend, mm-hmm. you know, and which I would assume. And now that Nipsey is gone, you're seeing you know Lauren London and his kids going through shit, and then I got to turn on the TV and watch this fucking idiot talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Bottom line, I'm going to see you out and I'm going to fuck you up because I'm watching people hurting over somebody that they care about and you got the nerve to come out and talk. Let me just imagine that, you know, let's just change the whole situation for it to make more sense for people that don't know the whole situation. Imagine if you, you know, your grandpa owns a farm and, you know, your grandpa owns a farm and somebody in the same city owns a farm, but your grandpa passes away. And that other person's son said, Yeah, my grandpa's farm has always been better. I'm gonna fuck him up. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hear you talking about somebody that can't defend themselves or somebody I cared about. Mm-hmm. And you never kept that same energy. I don't wanna keep regurgitating the same point, but I'm just trying to get people to understand that when someone passes on, it's really, you really shouldn't have much to say about them. Yeah. It's just, it's no point. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let that man rest. I don't, yeah, I don't even know. Um, as that's, uh, I don't know how the conversation came up, but it 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 came off as a as really bitter. Yeah, horrible. Know, especially when you you get somebody like Nipsey who was like we we said it before, but uh, like n- numbers wise, he wasn't you know he wasn't on a Drake level, a Cole level, or a Kendrick level or anything, but right. just the cultural impact. The impact was there, and you see you know his um, he essentially sold out the staple center you know after he passed away so um you, you see that kind of reception and and also that i think you know there's we're human beings and a lot of times what happens is just imagine um imagine a a, a football team or an nba team and mm-hmm. there's you know there's a coach that his career didn't pan out as well and, you know, for whatever reason, they are, you know, maybe an assistant to the coach or maybe a scouting. They do the scouting reports or something like that. And they just weren't quite as athletic. You know, they weren't athletic enough to actually be on the right. court and play with LeBron or play with Anthony Davis right. or anything like that. Yeah. So some of those people might have some sort of resentment. You right. know what I mean? And they they may see a person on another team or, you know, when a person retires like a Kobe Bryant or something like that, they'd be like, yeah, Kobe was cool. But, you know. You know, three of those rings. Shack won of four of him, and you know, though right. you hear those kind of things, and yeah. I feel like this is the same sort of situation where, you know, you see a guy like Nipsey Hussle travel all throughout Los Angeles. You got Barack Obama sending him letters. You got right. Jay Z, Beyonce. Right. You know, all these, you know, Puff Daddy, all these guys showing up to his funeral and just showing, you know, mad love. And then you're just, um, you're just a manager. So, you right. know, there might be some sort of resentment and in, in that sense too. Like like Nipsey Hussle was cool. He ain't do nothing, you know, spectacular. Blueface, the guy that I'm managing, got way more platinum records And it's like, it's please good. get out yeah, of so, here.
0: So yeah, you never know how Look, man. Get. And and my thing is is I'm not shitting on Blueface, but at the end of the day, um, uh, shout out to Brilliant Idiots podcast. They somewhat mentioned him. Uh, his star is really reducing at this point. And you ain't got no out, no records like Bust Down Tatiana coming back out. Ain't nobody going to care about you, mm-hmm. right? And you're a young guy, too, and your music does not have longevity. Like When you think of a, Jay, like a Jay-Z, his music has stood the test of time. You think of a Kanye, his music has stood the test of time. Bust Down Tatiana will be forgotten. <laughs> nobody going to be singing Bust Down Tatiana. It might pop up by accident in a club in 10 years. They're like, oh, I remember this shit. Did that dude die? What happened to him? Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. And I'm not going to get into some other things Blueface said because it's going to be a whole other topic, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, yeah, nobody cares, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just tread lightly on when people pass on. Yeah. Um, you just don't. There's no need to have any extra commentary
1: yeah, be it. You know, the thing that bothers me too would be a lot of these uh, "quote unquote" like you know thugs or gangster rappers or whatever. Right. And um, you know they they say strength. You know, like I don't know whether it's some sort of like code that they have and in, in, the, in the gangs or I don't know what it is. But a lot of people um, felt a lot of what they said came off as disrespect because they weren't trying to acknowledge um nipsey hustle right mm, yeah so they, they you know they was asking certain dudes and you know like kodak black and then all these other guys like y'all no dude but you know what i'm saying like you know whatever that ain't, that ain't none of my problem he got you know just different little little I, that's not exactly what anybody said but just different little things yeah. that people were saying um and it started to come off as as, as negativity yeah so um you know, I don't know. That's just another thing you gotta you gotta watch out for. You if you ain't got nothing good to say, just don't say anything true. at all.
0: Yeah, some people are just not in a space mentally to even react to things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you could like tell somebody like, "Oh man, I just lost my grandpa. Or, I just lost my dog." And they're like, "Dang, that's crazy." You'll be all right though. Hey, fool, you want to go play some basketball? Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Some people ha- are shut off to other people's despair unless something happens to them yeah and it's like motherfucker that's just terrible yeah you can watch other people go through the worst times of their life and be like dang fool that's crazy dang but you really don't give a fuck yeah you're gonna care one day because something's gonna happen to your family something might happen to you i hope it doesn't but it will it's inevitable Mm -hmm. you know but all right let's move on all right switching gears um the topic of snitching has been in the in the news way too much. And it's really annoying. And a lot of it is coming from people who ain't from the streets. And the reason why I bring that up is for the fact that uh, the topic of discussion is Takashi 6ix9ine kid, right? We don't talk about it much because it's not a whole lot to talk about. He's just a fucking clown. But here's the thing. They talk about Takashi 6 9 snitching on people and you know, he's supposed to be a, a real gangster. You know that guy's not a real gangster. We all know this shit. Bottom line, though. You should never be in a position to get snitched on. Mm-hmm. If you're getting snitched on, that means you are doing something that was not very honorable. Being as if you get snitched on, then you also should understand why the fuck it happened. Mm-hmm. But people say, man, I hate I can't stand a snitch. Me personally, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and snitch because at the end of the day, let's say you're doing something wrong at work, right? Let's say you're doing something that's out of procedure at work and one of your co-workers tells on you and you like, man, I can't stand this fucking bitch. She's fucking, you know, this fucking asshole. They, they snitched on me, man. Mm-hmm. But the question is this. Were you doing the right thing or the wrong thing? Yeah. If you were doing the wrong thing, that means you got snitched on because you fucking deserved it. Yeah. You can't be mad at anyone else. I don't think anyone has made this point. I don't think anyone has made this point. All I hear is people saying, "Yeah, snitching ain't right." If you live in that life, you ain't supposed to tell. But at the end of the day, you were doing something that wasn't honorable, so you got what you was gonna get in return, anyways.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real.
0: I think, um,
1: like you said, the 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 easiest way to avoid these situations is you know the, the I always talk about the um, that phrase that they have about you know, not. Uh, getting an STD or whatever The easiest what? way is to abstain from actually having sex I'm getting that That's pussy, what, <laughs> fuck that, <I'm> that. <laughs> But you know If if you <laughs> apply that same sort of idea To these situations It's like the easiest way not to get snitched on Is to stay out of trouble in the first place I think a lot of people's gripe though Is what, what I've been hearing lately from People uh, You know, hip hop figureheads That are, you know, that are former gang members and, you know, people that are from the streets and stuff like that. I think their gripe with snitching is, of course, um, you know, there's a certain moral code that comes along with it. But also the the fact that when you when you do snitch, you know, uh, although it can be, um, most of the time, if you're, you know, in, in the proximity of a crime or whatever, you know, some sort of thing could happen. But a lot of times is that, snitches um get snitches snitch <laughs> no snitches snitch on uh-huh. uh people that actually had nothing to do with certain situations ah. and in order to you know you know in order to reduce their time or whatever they're bringing in people bringing in people into the fold that um that are technically innocent in certain cases and because there's a certain sort of moral code like the person that's getting snitched on can't go back and say like no i actually didn't do that this was him. A lot of people just you know fold their hands and and uh and and serve their debts, but you know it's a lot that that goes into what's this. hilarious
0: to me is that uh you know if you're in the streets there literally there's no moral code that really exists mm. they say there is, but if you have such a moral code, then why are you doing illegal stuff yeah like <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. being honest. I'm not saying it's right to snitch on people if you're doing something illegal and they're doing something illegal. All I'm saying is don't act like there's a moral code because that moral code goes out the window when they, when you, when three people rob a bank and they get one of the dudes and they say, look, we're going to give you 92 years if you don't tell us who did it. And all that moral code goes out the motherfucking window when they get 92 years. Mm -hmm. A lot of people ain't willing to do that time, man. Yeah. They ain't willing to do the time. Yeah. And the, it's
1: crazy that snitching has such a a negative uh, negative connotation to it because it happens so often, right? And we know these things are happening. We know. I was reading an affidavit um, from a, a local crime that happened here in Bakersfield, and there was right. um, informants. Guy was wearing a wire and going going through the hood, meeting with the Crips and all wow. kind of stuff, and. His phones was tapped and you know and everything and, and, and the thing it has you know informant number one informant number wow. two in there so it's like this is a regular thing um that's why you know like we said you just got it you gotta you gotta move in a way where you don't that that's never a question you
0: know yeah the fucked up thing though is the police got to start figuring out ways to, to figure out their own crimes because when they when they get these snitches in there innocent people start getting killed yeah. They need to figure out their own fucking crime. There's been a lot of innocent people dying based on the fact that the police want to get information and they're they're trying to infiltrate it, but they're going to get somebody killed that has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And they figure, hey, we could get this guy to be a snitch for us because he's a piece of shit. But then they blow that guy's head off and like, ah, fuck him. He's just a little thug anyways. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you don't determine who's important and who's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Figure out your fucking crimes. That's your job. I mean, mm-hmm. they... Say, they they and what it is is they leverage these these sentences like they leverage the situation and they say, well, well, we could let them lock you up for three hundred and forty five years, but we'll give you a deal for two years. And it's like you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, that's just the way they be, you know,
1: finagling these, uh, you know, the, their words. They and they, treat- they're very, they're very, um, like linguistics. You know, they're, right. they're masters of linguistics where. They could say certain things, and a lot of times, because you know, criminals are ignorant to the laws and the way that you know the, the judicial system works. Right. They're just going along with it. Like the guy could go in there and be yeah. like, "Look here, we have all the evidence we need. You know, we're you're probably looking at looking at about ten to twenty years. You know, if you if, if you're convicted of this crime, you know, we have an eyewitness on the on the scene, and and, and you know, it's it's really looking bad for you. Like, right. Give it. Give us what you can. And they spilled everything that they know. In <laughs> in reality, there was no eyewitness. There, you know, they, they hadn't even figured out the time yet and you know, they just crazy. Yeah.
0: They do all that. And just recently I seen an article it was a local BPD. Mm-hmm. He got busted, intoxicated, with the loaded firearm on his lap at the movies. What? Yes. In motherfucker. Bakersfield. In Be- he just got busted. Stupid motherfucker. Stupid. Yeah. That's and crazy. These, yeah. was these so motherf-
1: watching Frozen too with a strap on his leg.
0: Yeah. And drunk. Mm-hmm. Public intoxication and a loaded firearm. You can't do that. Yeah. And here's the thing. This is my biggest issue. We talked about this already, so I'm not going to go back into it. But if you're a person that is supposed to uphold the law, you sworn by it, you know it, you, everything, you should re- you should receive double the penalty when you break the law as a peace officer. Uh-huh. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. As a truck driver, I have endorsements. I have special things that you know. If I'm the, if I go past the speed limit, they're gonna pop my fucking ass. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a speed. My speeding ticket is gonna be double that of a regular person. Mm-hmm. So if I'm being penalized twice because I have an upgraded license, mm-hmm. then these motherfuckers need to be held to a higher standard. There's no ex, there's no excuse why me as a truck driver should be held to a higher standard than a fucking cop. They yeah. need to fix this shit. They need to fix it right fucking now. Because that cop was one argument from getting into it with somebody and shooting them. Yeah. He was drunk. Yeah. Well, I mean, this I mean, you don't need a drunk cop in the movies watching fucking Toy Story. Yeah. He might like he might not like something Woody said, and then he fucking shoots somebody. Mm -hmm. You know? Who knows? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. All right. Switching gears. Um, not seeing the errors of your own ways. Have you ever seen somebody that is talking about they did this to me and they did this and, you know, they took this from me and they lied to me and blah, blah, blah. But when you listen to them, you think like, hmm, the same thing that you notice in everyone else, you never notice it in yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you talk about people lying and you a lying motherfucker. You talk about people stealing and you are a fucking thief. <laughs> you talk about motherfuckers trying to get over on you and you are the most pettiest uh, conniving motherfucker ever. Mm-hmm. All right. And. It's probably one of the biggest issues that we have or one of them in America is people not seeing the errors of their own ways. Mm-hmm. and they do it in it's family members, it's friends, it's co-workers, it's all kind of people. With me, I tell Keith shit about myself all the time and I'm like, yep, that's my fault. I fucked up. yeah, that's why I, that's why I didn't get it done because I did, if I would have did this earlier, I would have did that. Yeah, you know well, maybe if I didn't mislead them by saying this, Then that would have not happened. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I should have been clearer in my in my communication, or I should have used more of a straight language to them to for them to understand it, and that would have not happened. Mm -hmm. But people aren't like that.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right? They're not like that. They're just they they're so one-sided in their scrutiny, but none of the scrutiny is on themselves. Mm -hmm. It's like motherfucker, you need to wake up.
1: Yeah, that's real. I think it happens. You know, I think uh, when you get to a certain age, you should be doing these self-evaluations where, you know, you're just sitting with your own thoughts at night and um, dissecting the the events that played out during the day. Um, A lot of times, you know, uh, if you're a a reserved person or a shy person and, you know, you're not very talkative, um, a lot of times that could come off as being rude. So a lot of time you know, earlier a few years ago I had to uh like reassess myself and make sure that I'm not uh coming off as rude to people and you know, so just different stuff like that 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 helps you grow as a person. And um but like you said, a lot of people they're not they're not able to recognize these things. A lot of people you can meet you can go on a date with a girl and you know, the girl is the whole time talking about her ex or something oh, like that. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, he did this to me, and he's just so immature. and That you know, happened to just, me recently. Go ahead. Yeah, and I'm just like, like you're telling me this story about this guy that I don't really care to know about, right. first of all, but also it's just a one-sided story. Right. So how how true is this story? Right. Um, And a, and a lot of times – you know, you never really, they never really lead off about, you know, with what they did wrong. right? You know, for me, I like, I'm conscious of, you know, like past like relationships that I've been in where they went wrong. And, you know, I'm able to say if it, if it is uh, a situation that didn't work out, I, I am able to say it was my fault. I was immature. I was the one that, that didn't do this. And, you know, no matter if, you know, there was things that the other person did or whatever. It doesn't really matter because both of you did things. And the only one that really matters in this situation is what you did because you are going into right. another relationship or friendship or uh whatever to this
0: person. So that's the only information that they need to know. So, <sighs> yeah, man, I, I was on a date not too long ago and this chick was telling me about like her ex or whoever else or whatever the case. And I'm thinking like, first of all, I just let her run her mouth. You know, but I'm thinking like this is disrespectful. This is our first occasion we're really hanging out, right? And so I'm not trying to marry this chick. I was honestly, I just wanted to fuck her. But that never happened. But uh, (laughs) but my thing, I'm listening, you know, and I'm being respectful, you know. But it goes on and on and on, and I just eventually I just said, so you didn't do anything wrong in any of these occasions. (laughs) You like you, you're not complicit in any of this. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, no, I'm not, you know." And I'm just thinking, like, "You fucking liar!" Mm-hmm. I hope you could suck a dick.
1: Ah, <laughs> 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 you
0: know, I, that's what I, I was thinking at at that point, you know. But yeah. it's it's ridiculous. I sat there listening to multiple stories of you know her telling me about how someone did her wrong and she blah blah blah. And I'm just thinking, like, you know what? Just please shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, you're one year older than me doing this too. Mm-hmm. That's what was the biggest turnoff. You're you're. You're fucking 35, I'm 34, and you're doing this. And it's like, dude, you <laughs> you are too fucking old to be blaming everyone for your fucking problems. Yeah. And you're telling me, like, I give a fuck. I don't give a fuck because I don't like people that complain about other people. Yeah. I don't like people that do that. Mm-hmm. You know how many women, you know how many times I've had women do sneaky stuff or lie to me or do all this and I and at the end of the day I'm not telling the next chick about, yeah, well, you know, she lied to me or this happened and I didn't like no. Yeah. I'm trying to get to know you. Mm-hmm. You telling me stories about some guy that I don't know. For all I know, he could be a great guy and you could have been a piece of shit. Exactly. Right? Not only that, I'm trying to fuck you, not him. What the fuck are
1: you,
0: <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> if anything, if let's say, for example, the reason why I wanted to get up and leave is because I almost feel like you it feels like you're trying to sabotage the date at that point. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you don't have enough people to talk to. So you want to punish yeah. me and talk about your ex. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, are you trying to get me to get up and leave? Are you trying to sabotage the date or is this just how you operate? Mm-hmm. I don't know any man alive with value that wants to listen to a chick complain about her ex. Yeah. I kept I just kept changing the topic. I said, "Look, I don't I don't know whoever you're talking about. I don't know them, So, I don't like to get involved and I don't like to talk about people that are not here to def- to defend themselves." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And hey, I'm not, I'm one of those guys now that I don't I don't care if whoever it is, uh, I'm not going to say no names, but if she listens to the podcast and you think that it's you, maybe it is. You know? <laughs> maybe it was you.
1: Yeah, we too old now, man. It's yeah. like um And you got to realize that a lot of our topics come from the people we interact with. So,
0: you know, these are real stories. Yeah, but don't get get too caught up thinking that this is also about you.
1: Yeah, that gets annoying.
0: Because it's not. Yeah. Okay? Me and Keith don't sit here waiting hours, like having thoughts about you for hours and we have to talk about you on the
1: podcast.
0: (laughs) Don't fucking think. And here's the thing. I'm not going to get into deep details, but I don't give a fuck if she hears this. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't assume that if we're having a conversation in any capacity, whether it's in the inbox or whatever it is, don't assume that I'm trying to fuck you because of something you think that you interpreted on the podcast. Mm -mm. That is not cool. Mm -hmm. I had that happen to me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hold on, baby girl calm the fuck down mm-hmm. don't don't do that mm-hmm. don't do that that's not cool for you to assume that i'm trying to fuck mm-hmm. even if i was trying to fuck you you know then i didn't come out and blatantly say it mm-hmm. that's not cool can you imagine if i was to accuse a woman of that how crazy that would sound yeah if i was like yeah i mean you could be less obvious you just you want to fuck me <laughs> She'd be like, "Excuse me, chick, <laughs> turn around and literally accuse me of wanting to fuck her." And I'm like, "Hold on, I don't know what you insinuate. Like, why would you insinuate that I wanted to fuck you? That doesn't even make any sense." Yeah, that I mean, I'm saying
1: this is just just joke, podcast jokes.
0: Yeah, if you can't interpret humor from seriousness, that's your problem. You mm-hmm. need to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y- and you're making yourself too fucking important for one. Yeah, you think that I'm gonna be like literally trying to fuck on whoever? It's mm-hmm. like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, but uh that that's neither here nor there. Who cares? What was the topic again? It's not seeing the errors of your own ways. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, another one too. What? Not seeing? I mean, a person that's literally trying to accuse you of fucking them. Oh yeah, and how you think that's funny or cute? Mm-hmm. It's not funny. It's not really cute, especially
1: yeah. if you don't have a real rapport on like the nah. sense of yeah. You have to like, um, it, and through text, you have to definitely be mindful of what you're saying because right, 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 it could come off as is something that it's not, you know. Yeah. You know. You gotta you gotta gauge these situations. When you're when you're verbally communicating it's easier, you know, you're laughing afterwards or right. you know, you have a certain tone in your voice to where you'll be able to, you know, tell if a person is joking or not. But in a text message it could come off as
0: pretty crazy. Yeah, text could be misinterpreted because there's, there's no personality behind them. There's no face, there's no there's no grin, there's no smile, there's no nothing. Mm-hmm. So you have to be cognizant of what you're writing and, and what like what tone you're writing it in. Mm-hmm. That's that's what separates people that can write a book from a motherfucker that can't write a sentence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, switching yeah. gears. Um a filmmaker by the name of Terry Gilliam um had mentioned that he hated Black Panther. But the way he mentioned it is like it was just really fucked up. You don't have to like a film. You know, you don't have to like whatever it is. But, like, let's make this comparable to what me and Keith do with this podcast. Any other local podcasts or people that we know, we don't go shitting on them. See, this guy is in the industry. So, since he's in the industry, you would think someone would have a little more sense than that. Mm-hmm. You could you could state that you don't like something. That's fine. That's completely fine. But you also need to be aware of how you're saying it and how you're framing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't be like, yeah, man, we listen to these other podcasts and they trash. Man, I don't like them. I don't like none yeah. of them, man. They stupid. They this and that. And it's like- is This is kind of equivalent to WAC 100 statements. Right. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, you just need to shut the fuck up about it. But uh, I'll read verbatim what he said, right? And we'll chime in on that. Terry Gilliam stated, I hated Black Panther. It makes me crazy. It gives young black kids the idea that this is something to believe in. Bullshit. It's utter bullshit. I think people who made it have never been to Africa. They went... And got some stylists from some African pattern fabrics and things. But I just hated the movie, partly because the media were going on about the importance of bullshit. Okay, let me be very clear. The reason why this guy says this, right? All right, this is a classic example, right? You guys ready? All right. This is a classic example of white rage. Okay. <laughs> white rage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And here's the thing, right? And this is not a this is not an indictment on white people at all. It is an indictment on this guy that happens to be white. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is from the very beginning of time, white people have been considered the gold standard in America. And a lot of things that are happening in today's society are the first, you know, the first black gymnast or the first black quarterback to do this or the first because it was so many years that black people did not get opportunities. That we're still barely breaking milestones in today's world, mm-hmm. in the sports world, in the world of entertainment, in the world of everything, black people are barely breaking into it. So the Black Panther movie was one of the first movies with a pretty much all black cast mm-hmm. in a in a in a comic book action movie. Mm-hmm. So it was a big deal. It was a win for black people. I just think that as a person that that is in the industry how you don't see that that's not important that is your problem yeah you know what i'm saying it's your problem and you're too stupid to get it mm-hmm. and you looking at it like why it's making let me read this one part it gives young black kids the idea that this is something to believe in bro if it is then why does that matter to you that's exactly
1: what it is. It's like you know, it's supposed to <laughs> inspire young black kids to go out and be film directors and actors and create huge worlds, right. you know, these fic- fictional worlds um surrounded by the people that look like them and the people they grew up with. Right. That's the that's the the whole idea. So my oh my, my thing is it um it also sounds a you know, like we said earlier about whack. It it, it sounds a little bit bitter. This guy uh Gilliam is, you know, he's a, a filmmaker himself. He's a director, screenwriter. He's an actor, and um, what happens is, you know, you see this 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 movie. This happens a lot, you know. You see this happens in hip hop. It happens right. in, in, in films and in, in all over. Um, when a certain movie, film, a piece of art, an album, or whatever is extremely successful, right, and you as in a fellow filmmaker, a rapper or whatever, um, are sitting in the wings and your album or your movie or whatever doesn't do as good as this other piece of art, right, right, right. you start to have some sort of resentment. Right, so I right. think that's a little bit w- of what happened here, right? is I don't know what movies he's directed or whatever, but right. he hasn't directed a movie as successful as Black Panther. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That movie made a ton of money. And it was trending, you know, for a few weeks straight, and you know, all kind. It just there was a whole world around it where people was dressing up, going to the right, theaters, and, all. Right. and you know, as a screenwriter and a person who tries to create worlds yourself, if you see that and you work very diligently on a film and it comes out and it only makes twenty million dollars in the box office, and you see Black Panther make one billion dollars, you just like, you just you pissed off and yeah. you know it, it just adds to your white rage like a black you know, these these niggers over here they think they can put together a <laughs> movie about africa and they've never been to africa and you know so I, I, and has, it's
0: and it, a lot of it is is ignorant just based on the fact that you don't know where anyone has been yeah, yeah
1: i mean they literally said in the <laughs> in the um in the interviews that he went to africa and you know studied but, and in that and uh uh Chadwick Bozeman filmed a movie in Africa, and he actually used the the accent from the previous movie to create the one for this movie, so this is like this is ignorance mostly, yeah,
0: but you don't know where anyone has been though that's the problem so you're speaking on things that you're not really sure of it's just speaking you you have some type of rage or some something you don't like, but if you don't like just because you don't like something doesn't mean. That's the end of the fucking world, man. Yeah. You know, like it it, it kills me. Mm-hmm. It kills me when people do this. And you said it's giving black people something like they something they should believe in. I don't don't remotely try to tell black people how to feel about shit. I don't yeah. tell white people how to feel about Starbucks, do I? Okay. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm or Star Wars. Yeah, or Star Wars. <laughs> a bunch of people dress up for fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Dressing up as R two D two and shit. I don't fuck with them. I'm gonna be real with you. Um as a as a filmmaker.
1: We, um, there are these gold standards of movies that we're right. supposed to like. And Star Wars is at the, at the, at the pinnacle of those movies. You know, the first few, uh, yeah. first few episodes that came out. I personally don't get it at all. I like guess. Starbucks. St- I mean, Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, s- spaceships <laughs> and, 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 uh, lightsabers and stuff. I, I personally just don't, I don't get the hype. Um, um but I would never go on record and be like, yo, this is stupid. And, you know, I can tell these people I've never been to space and right. like all this, all this, Like, I would never say, say that, that sort of thing, especially because I know um, how successful it was and how technically good it is as a, as a, as a film. So I just don't, I don't get it at all, you know? And, you know, part of this we did, we did look up his um, information and it says he, He's he did he did the Monty Python thing, so you know he has a, a comedic undertone to a right. lot of the things he says, and he's he's probably saying these these risque things, um, but at the same time, there's truth to a lot of things that you joke about. So
0: true. This wasn't a joke though. This statement wasn't joking at all. He said some other things, and since me and Keith, not only have we been up on stage as comedians, but we also understand when something's a joke. Mm-hmm. This, this statement wasn't a joke. This guy was really fucking like, you know, mm-hmm. but you're entitled to your opinion at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say, you should feel this way about Black Panther. Yeah. Because that's not right either. Yeah. You know, I can't tell anyone how to feel, mm-hmm. but this motherfucker sure can't tell other he cannot tell black people how they should feel. Mm-hmm. He's giving black people the idea that they look get, up to. Shut so the fuck stupid. up, dude. Yeah, that's ignorant. Shut up. That's ignorant. That's pure ignorance. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to pin racism on this guy. Because to me, it's that it's just uh it's that just it's overused in today's mm-hmm. society, right? Mm-hmm. But that could come off as racist based on the fact that you didn't even do the research. You just said it's giving black kids the idea. So what should black kids believe in? Should they believe yeah. in an all white cast like we've been forced to believe our whole motherfucking lives? Is black he, kids supposed to watch Monty Python? Or yeah, are we supposed to, to be watching Friends every fucking day? <laughs> I like seeing people that look like me. Now, don't get me wrong, right? I see no problem with none of these shows, Friends, all of these shows. But when you think about it for all these years on television, the gold standard is white families. <laughs> At one point, we was all happy when we had... um uh the Cosby show and motherfucking Fresh Prince mm-hmm. and Martin and all of these because these was black families. It's not some it wasn't shit that we was used to seeing. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we was getting force fed all these white families. Mm-hmm. Whether it was fucking uh ooh, almost knocked the cord out the wall. Whether it was fucking <laughs> um uh what was it is it different strokes? No it's not different strokes. Uh the one with Michael J. Fox. You're too young. You don't remember it. Mm-hmm. God damn it. But anyways it's tons of these shows which I grew up on and liked a lot but I never said it's giving white people something to believe in when they shouldn't be even watching. <laughs> I never would say that. Yeah. It's just ignorant folks. If you, This is what you need to understand especially if you're in in the business of any type of business in specific. If you're in that business don't open your mouth about something if you don't know everything you're talking about. And, yeah. and just make sure you frame it a certain way too. I'm not saying be fake. You could get out your emotions But don't say some dumb shit like this, because when you try to backtrack and apologize, nobody gives a fuck because you never gave a fuck enough to really make sense. You're also,
1: along with disrespecting like the filmmakers and the writers and the creators of uh, Black Panther, you're also disrespecting a Disney movie. Right. And that's a huge you got to think that you fucking The, up, the yeah. way that the business is working now is that Disney owns Fox and mm-hmm. you know they have I mean yeah they have Fox and ESPN and they have their hands in in Hulu and yeah and uh National Geographic and and all this stuff It's going to be very hard for you to get a job out there or to to create content um When you know You're alienating
0: yourself So Yeah Disney Plus Probably do some shit Like give him a job And fire him (laughs) That's the motherfuckers Talking about Black Panther Huh Let's hire him And fire him real quick (laughs) Yeah Yeah If I did something Parallel to what he did People would look at me Like I'm insane Mm -hmm. Right Oh oh Oh, perfect fucking movie. Imagine 8 Mile with Eminem, right? Mm -hmm. Eminem's a rapper. Oh, I hate this movie. It's giving white rappers the idea that they could be rappers and they're not black. Mm -hmm. Think about how fucking stupid that sounds, Mm -hmm. right? This is why we love to bring up things like this on the podcast, to make you think. I'm not trying to tell you how you should feel. Just saying, this shit is fucking stupid, Mm -hmm. okay? And this dude can go fuck himself. Yeah. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So if Terry Gilliam comes across this podcast. With a black dildo. Yeah. A get, Wakanda dildo. Go ahead and you get that motherfucking vibranium dildo. <laughs> yeah,
1: vibranium dildo. Stick it dildo. all the
0: way in your ass <laughs> and twist that motherfucker the other way. <laughs> and that's all I've got. That's funny. Where we at, man? 136. Yeah, man. I don't got much to say here, man. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Well. If you're listening to this, this is episode 91, man. We've came a long way. We got one more to end the year with y'all, yeah. man. And yeah, we're gonna try to. We got a lot going on, man. We really don't like to talk about it, mm-hmm. but you know, just hang, hang in there, man. Should the
1: should the next one we do like some goals or something? You we about can. It? We can definitely
0: do some goals, man. Mm-hmm. I think we've 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 stuck to our guns in regards to being consistent with the podcast. Yeah. Um. And we realize this, it takes time And I think people that have, have found value in it You know, it's some people that have found value in it And it's kind of like trips me out But when you invest yourself into something There are going to be people that invest themselves in you Yeah And I'm just barely starting to get used to it Folks, I'm just like y'all You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. just like y'all, I work a job just like you guys Yeah But eventually uh, I won't be working a job and you will praise me no, I'm playing
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. fucking around Yeah
0: you but having all kind of pussy In your Oh nose. man Oh man We're gonna have a um, We're gonna have a fuck fest Plethora of pussy Episode Episode 600 Is gonna be a fuck fest <laughs> <laughs> We just have an orgy That'd be crazy That'd be crazy <laughs> I'll be having back, Backstage badges Backstage passes. I'll be like, let me get that black one there. Let me get that Mexican one and the white one. Uh, get that Asian one over there. That'd be crazy. Let me bro. get that Middle Eastern one. <laughs> let me get that Middle Eastern one. I heard the pussy is bomb. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny.
1: Oh, that's one thing I do. Sometimes I'll be wishing I could just go back to school for like, like three months. Oh, my
0: God. It'd just be a variety of women there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm a little bit afraid, though. It'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. You're just trying to talk to a chick. Well, at least for me, because I'm fucking 34. Mm -hmm. And then she'll be fine, nice body and shit. And they would be like, "Mm, I'm 19. I'm like, damn. Yeah. We can't. it would be some young girls there. That'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm I'm drunk. I want to come over. I'm like, nah, we can't do that. Yeah. And then later on they'd be like, he peed on me. I'm like, I didn't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, those is the, that, you know, that uh college is a weird place because yeah. it has that those age gaps, you know, it's people fresh right. out of high school. Yeah. And then you got people that are in that are grad students that are twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven years old. So True. It's just like, man, True. You, just gotta be, you gotta be careful out there.
0: Speaking of pee, um yesterday we were all hanging out and shit with, with the family. And then R. Kelly song came on. Step in the name of love. Mm-hmm. Step in the name of love. And I I reached over to Keith. I, I tapped him. I was like, you hear that? And he was like, what? I was like, that's R. Kelly. He was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, man. It said people separate the art from the artist. Yeah. But then he also, he made a point. he said, uh. Yeah, he said songs like this is cool, but once they start talking about sexual stuff, like my body's calling, like we gotta turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> they should rename all the songs he ever made and then replace like the word like with it like piss or urine or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if my body's calling for you, it'd be like my potty is calling. For you. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Rima I don't Sawa. see nothing wrong with a little pee and grind. <laughs> 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 oh man. That's crazy. What's the one he had with Aaliyah? Age ain't nothing but a number?
1: Oh yeah. That one nasty already. I don't know if you gotta replace that. Oh yeah, you can't. You can't
0: replace it with nothing.
1: AJ and he didn't the, the the you seen the album cover?
0: Piss ain't nothing but uh, <sighs> Piss ain't nothing but some urine. <laughs> oh they oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh man. That some,
1: album cover is crazy. Dude. I don't remember it. It's just her in the foreground and then him in the background just leaning up against the wall or something like oh, that. Oh my it's god. It's just crazy. It's out of focus in the back. It's just like oh, man. been been creeping. Did you see that um they they added that information to the to the indictment? Nah, what was it? Um, it was like, it's every time I hear like new information, it just makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. They're... But, um, they didn't obviously because these girls were minors at the time and there right, right, was a right. minor at the time. They're not going to put her name in there. Mm-hmm. But basically it said that, um, he, uh, co- corroborated or whatever the term is in the right. Uh, creating a fake ID For an underage woman Wow underage, yeah. What a piece of and shit And then it was that the, Just the time frames Matched up to when um, Aaliyah and him Got married So it's crazy. And then it was another one I think he did something similar to another another female.
0: I can't even call him a piece of shit because it was it won't be fitting. I'm like, what a puddle! Yeah, it got to be something worse than that. What a puddle of urine! <laughs> <laughs> you are a toilet full of urine, sir. <laughs>
1: oh, dang. oh man! You're a leader of urine. <laughs> yeah, you. Like, <laughs> you dirty toilet. <laughs>
0: That's crazy You pissy diaper no,
1: That's crazy Yeah They're gonna have a good time With him in uh In the facilities There's gonna be some dude That's gonna let him Pee on him in there That'd be Yeah like What if should... it's uh, what's, the boy, what's the dude's name That like man butt he, He's about to get out He got to Oh god He on Police, the streets
0: Felice Johnson
1: <laughs> that is... This nigga should never Get out bro he, he the type of, pre- like, he, just because he becomes so acclimated with prison lifestyle and man butts. Yeah. Um, He's going to try to do that shit when he get out. Yeah, it ain't going to work. Some nigga going to punch him Somebody in his head. nigga, I ain't, ain't him gay him. outside of prison, cuz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I need you and I want you. Yeah. Yeah, that dude that was crazy. crazy. he get what he want. I get what I want, and if they won't give it to me, then I take it. So this nigga just admitted to rape on the fucking yeah. TV show. God yeah. damn. Prison is just yeah. Also
1: the boondocks is coming back, so it's gonna be some really good content. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be that yeah. they can choose from. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Well, we're gonna get out of here. You've been listening, appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. Out of here. Peace. 141.